Back at you one more again. What it do, what it does, what it is, what it was. I am Robert Edward Patterson II, but you can call me Bobby Pats. Other people call me Mr. P once in a while. And I'm Adrian Black, and this is the Pass, Pass the, the Bag, bag podcast. podcast. It's not enough just to get the bag. You got to know how to keep that bag. If you want to secure the bag, you got to share, share the, the bag. bag. Now, kindly pass the bag something that we gotta do you wanna holler at us you can holler at us you can support us on Patreon at We Are Meva you can find us on YouTube officially now at We Are Meva you can find us on Twitter at We Are Meva Facebook We Are Meva IG We Are Meva and if you wanna holler at us you wanna talk to us you wanna answer some of our questions you can check out voicemail and We Are Voicemail is 313-338 8082. That is again 313 We putting on for the 313. Of course we are. What's up, Detroit? We see you. We love you. We feel you. You know, we moved by you. We inspired by you. Wouldn't be nothing without you. You know, so we're here to carry that thing forward. What's happening? We here, also man? wouldn't be nothing without our sponsor, the band Colin Fields. Check them out on iTunes. Check them out on Spotify. Colin Whole Fields. Live in Shenzhen, August 23rd, representing every time. Colin Fields. Colin Fields. Let's go, baby. They in the bag. But, man, this is our adult topic. We're we going to start everything off today with an adult topic. So, if put the kids away. Mm-hmm. But we got to get into this bag. Because this man right here is blowing the bag. He, he He's blowing the bag. <laughs> he, he's blowing the bag. And I don't mean like you sick and they tell you blowing the bag. Nah, he ain't blowing in the he, bag he like that. He ain't blowing in the nah, bag, no. no he's hyper, blowing. Well, he might be hyperventilating. Yeah, he, he, he full he, on he, blowing He really the might bag. be hyperventilating. So this man. What'd he do? He woke up from a night of drinking to find that his penis was gone. Running back. He woke up. He woke up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we need to run that back. He woke case, up. Just in case somebody wasn't paying attention. He woke up from a night of drinking to find out that his penis was gone. Where'd it go, A Black? Where'd it go? To college? Bruh. Uh, just Bruh. Around, to, the, to the store, you know, to go to get some milk or something? Yeah, he just, I'm going go to I'm gonna go to the store. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. You know when somebody, uh, people formerly known as Black, say they're going to the store they and they say they'd be right back? Yeah, oh yeah. That's at least an hour. Uh, no, if know, they even come back. Maybe 15 years. But we, we di- let's, let's get back to that. Hey, people. listen. Hey, the man. Where, no, where did his penis go, A Black? I... Great question, bro. Great question. Maybe like hid it from himself. You know, in the, you know, in the Bible they say if a part of your body is creating problems, you should get rid of it, right? I guess so. Yeah. So yeah, well. maybe, maybe he had some serious penis problems, so he needed to. I feel like we got, we, you know, we need to harp uh, back a couple. I mean, PCP. Those are three letters that oh, when you put God. them together. And the, I say it's drinking. Right. Maybe it might have been some angel dust involved. The official official story is that he was just drinking. Yeah. This is this is a strong uh, indicator of uh, bad decision making. One hundred and one. Just for our listeners, if any of you wake up and your penis is gone, we just want to let you know you, you might made a bad better decision. <laughs> <laughs> you made a bad decision. You need oh to go back goodness. through that and figure out what you did right and what you did wrong. So it brings me to the question: Is do you feel that alcohol is the most dangerous drug. Uh, you know what, A Black? Uh, Bobby Pats feels that alcohol, um, that at any given moment, like right. the Golden State Warriors lineup. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you got somebody who, uh, shout out to Golden State, send mm. them checks. 
sometimes you know you got somebody who's gonna hit 60 and a quarter right you know that could be heroin you know sometimes right. you got somebody that's gonna uh you know get a triple double and you know finish with a plus 48 you know right. draymond green that could be uh that could be uh, meth right but historically alcohol right. is alcohol has got to be kd or steph curry mm. alcohol is like is is uh is one of those you know four horsemen it's on the mount rushmore of uh of dangerous drugs i think that if it's if it's not uh the most dangerous drug right it is in the running all the dang time it seems that alcohol okay you usually have a shot of alcohol like as far as like amounts right, all right. you have a shot all right. most the average person has a shot all right they're not gonna wake up with their penis missing Right, I, you so know, there's levels to this. Otherwise, it'd be a lot more missing penises. Right, That's so there's true. levels to this for sure. That's true. However, because it's legal and it's socially accepted in such a way mm-hmm. where it's the way to party, we talked about it in a podcast before. It's like oh, I don't even like to go out sometimes yeah, if I'm did. not drinking. So. Because of the social aspect of it, uh-huh. I feel like that's what makes it so dangerous. All right, big big shout out to peer pressure and big shout out to all my folks out there that's holding a liquor license because, you know, I'll probably be like you one day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a guy who doesn't really have a strong relationship to alcohol mm-hmm. or we'll say doesn't really have a, 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 a like barely have a alcohol consumption habit at all. Right. right? I'm wondering you drink like not really once a, a season. Lot. Yeah, basically, pretty much, if that. I, I can say that um, when we talk about stories, these type of stories that come up, there are certain, you know, it's like the usual suspects. Mm. If 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 the shoe fits, kind of deal. I mean, we're not asking that question for for no reason. Right. But it's another thing to say that alcohol is dangerous, and it's another thing to say that you know alcohol should be respected and should be managed responsibly. Right. I think that um, to say that something is just inherently dangerous could be the case. Right. Right. Like say for example, a tiger. A tiger is inherently dangerous. Right. And it might be a good idea for you to not, you know, go out into the wild. But we're not talking about tigers. We're talking about something that, in cities like the city I grew up in, the place that you grew up in, is on every corner. Right. Um, you know, some neighborhoods is not on every corner of other neighborhoods, but in those other neighborhoods where it's not on every corner, everybody knows how to get it. Yes, it's very easily accessible. People it's, have it. People. It's. I mean, the average, the average cool person's house has one bottle. How many of these stories are happening that we don't know about? Exactly. Exactly. How often does it happen where where people find themselves in situations they don't want to be in because of drinking the night before? And that's the Speak thing. You 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 can drink so it it just it destroys your memory. Speak on it. You have you can have all these experiences that well, you not, not just drinking. Let's let's yeah. Drinking until you're beyond your drunk. There's levels right. of drunk. Right. Like, For sure. You know, tipsy. Yep. You know, I got a little buzz. Drunk, right? I'm buzzed. Like, like I've had enough to drink to where I know that I'm low grade drunk. And then there's entering into the next level, which right. is acknowledging that you feel that way and then right. continuing to drink. Right. And then there's lit. Lit. Which is, <laughs> I'm not walking straight. I'm right. slurring my words. It's two of you. Right. Right. That's and next then, level. And then there's beyond lit, right. which it's is waking like, up. And your penis is missing. Right. Well, that's like, I feel like that's even like two or three levels beyond lit. Think about the indication. The indication here from 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 our article is that, I mean, this is a person who wakes up, doesn't have a memory of mm. where the penis went, 
No. Why the penis went there? No. This is pretty much the worst nightmare of someone who's blackout drunk. Facts. This is not the hangover, no. like, let's have fun. This is no. like the hangover, like, I'm never going to drink again in my life. Where's my penis? No. And it and it brings me to a follow-up question. Where where are your friends? How how do you... Did how, you, do you, did you did, did, how did you get into a situation where <laughs> you drank so... I, I'm all about... I, I can support social drinking, right? right? People do it. It's a social experience. Let's talk about it. You, you brought it up. Yeah, you said... I you can support like it. It's more like... more dangerous things was the peer pressure. Right? Yeah, I mean, I can support both sides. I mean, I can, I can see how it can be a problem, and I can support the side of it that we as a friend, as a unit... You know, I mean, think about it. Like, before, before cats went into war, right. they would drink. You know, you get your blood pumping, right. you know, get your you get your feelings, right. you know, moving, you get your beer muscles, you right. know, your ale muscles, right. whatever you drink. And there's some camaraderie that comes along with like, all right, we're going to pass the bottle around. We gotcha. all take a shot, gotcha. you know, it's like a, it's a rite and a ritual. It's a rite and a ritual. It's a pa- rite of passage in a lot of ways. I feel like I feel like in uh, Sweden and stuff like that, where they have the zones where um, if, if I'm citing the right uh, Norwegian country, where mm-hmm. they have the districts where you can, um, you know, they do the open air needles and things like that because it's all regulated by public health. Right. I really doubt that because of the nature of some of these other addictive drugs, I doubt that people are coming. Like, hey, everybody, let's go shoot up together. Right. It doesn't really work like that with yeah, other drugs. Right. It's probably, I mean, it's probably not happening. I mean, green, it works that way yeah, for but, sure. But, People but, come together and. We don't have these problems, though. Yeah. We don't you, nobody. Name, name a story. If you know a story, if any of y'all know a story where somebody is uh, consuming so much indica that they wake up the next morning and their penis is missing. Contact us at We Are Me. Yes, please. I never want to hear a story, story like that. No. <laughs> so, again, so there's levels to this, right? Which is the original What's question, up? why do we feel it's the most dangerous? What's up with alcohol? Dude? And it's just the social element changes everything. But where where, where was his friends? What was his friends? Where yeah, was his homies? I mean, maybe he doesn't have any. If you're drinking that much, because... Some people drink so much, like they isolate themselves from everybody else. Alcohol I feel, becomes I feel, their best friend. How I feel. I feel like this has to be one of those things that's more social because individuals who are just what I know or suspect or whatever, mm. the people who are those type of people who are drinking alone mm. and things like that, mm. probably built up a tolerance by now where their memory is still going to be. I don't know. Right. right. I mean, maybe there's people who get blackout drunk like that on a habitual basis alone or something. Um, but you know, I feel like. That's 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 probably less probable. I feel like what's more probable is that yeah, at some point he socialized with somebody. Right. At some point he socialized with somebody. That might be the, what led to him his penis being removed, mm-hmm. his socialization with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not saying that his friends would ever do that to him because that would just be a horrible practical joke. But I mean, it happened somehow. So. How did it happen? What do you hypothesize? What happened to it? Which his his penis was reattached, by the way. He's fine now, thankfully. If Great. you can call that fine. If you can call that fine. Waking up without your penis. Right. But how do you think it go, happened? God knows how long, how much time. This is what I want to know. Yeah. Before, before, how do I think it happened? How much time did went by with him not having his penis? Oh, my God. And, I don't even want to think about that. Right? Um, for how long did he not have his penis? Where did they find his penis? Right. And what is that experience like? Like, right. we get that guy on the podcast to talk about, like, during the time that I didn't have my penis, I felt this way. He, he can't remember it. 
That's, the oh. article spoke about he didn't remember anything from the evening before. That's, so. that's lame. I don't even want to so, talk about it anymore. <laughs> now, now, you have, now we get to, if he can't even tell us about this. So what happens? He wakes up. He doesn't have his penis. Does someone right. else notice that he doesn't have his penis? And then he ends up in a situation where they help him out. The article like, doesn't go into the details because he doesn't even remember the details. It just it just talks about how he it was reattacked. Please I think, what do I think happened? Please drink responsibly. What do you think happened? What do I think happened? Uh... Oh I think he just got whipped. I think he got whipped. I think he really pissed the wrong person off. Maybe some gangsters. Because that's some gangster stuff, right? Mm. To like, you know, de- de- decapitate somebody, you know, like almost like what I mean, what do you what's it what's the process of turning someone into a, a eunuch? Or here's here's what we what? know. Here's what we know. Yeah. We know that there's the famous case of Lorena and John Wayne Bobbin. Yep. Where she did him in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Then we know that we covered, uh, uh, there's the brother, uh, Christbearer, who Vlad TV that they talked about, who was mm-hmm. a Wu-Tang affiliate, mm-hmm. who he was on PCP, mm-hmm. and then he he did that to himself, self-inflicted, right. and sort of inspired by the Bible. We don't know how much he took off, but we know he took a portion off, at least. Mm-hmm. And then we have this brother right here, who's the mystery. So we have one example of self-inflicted, we have another example of a, of a woman in a rage, and then we have an example of a dude who just passed out drunk. And if I have to guess what happened, I'm going to say it was a bet. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. It was a bet. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. It was I'm a gonna bet. Say, I'm going to say that, that yeah, I've done the, off the rails. I've done some things that I wouldn't do normally in, in beer bets, in oh. drunk bets, for sure. I don't even want to get into it. Maybe <laughs> we talk about that next podcast. But I think that this is, it was probably some other drugs involved. I hope That's so. What I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't hope so, but I mean, I, alcohol, alcohol is dangerous, and you have to be aware of you know what you put in your body always, whether that be the air you're breathing, the food you're eating, the company you keep, the company you keep, mm-hmm. the ideas that you put into your mind. Absolutely, you have to be aware of all of it. Absolutely, and here. And pass the bag. We're all about awareness. We're let's, all about awareness. Let's 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 expand on awareness. Let's take them back. Where we go back, back. Let's take them back. Let's let's take them back. Back into that. Back to the future. Back to the future. Back to the future. To the future. <laughs> Marty. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to Doc Michael Delorean at the docks. Do with, with all the cocaine. We see you, Michael. DeLorean. Bro, do you know? Do you know what they got now? What they got? You know what they got now? Tell 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 inform me and the people what they got. There is a company that has produced a hydrogen powered car. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, brains on the wall. It, it, I'm happy that the, I'm happy that this kind of thing is getting that um, getting that kind of press because uh, I'm from you know being from Detroit. Right. Anything that has anything to do with you know electric alternative fuel cars, mm-hmm. these are conversations that we have. So I'm happy to see this thing out here right now. Right. Especially in the sources that we use because the sources that we use to get stuff is touching you know like I don't know 1.7 billion people or something crazy like that. Facts. Now there was a story when I was younger. About not only did they kill the electric car, but about people who were doing this hydrogen, you know, propelled type of technology. And so I'm glad right. that this type of story is making it out. So, what so they it's say using about, only water. All right. And it hasn't been tested for long distances yet, but it recently made its first drive. And the, it, it brings up the idea, like, are we going to finally, like, stop fronting like we can't live without fossil fuels? Say it again. Are we going to finally 
finally stop fronting, because we fronting. Like, yeah. we can't live without that. That ain't the bag. That's not the bag. Big shout out to the whales and the dolphins again. Exactly. Um, you know, big shout out to the big uh, dead zone that I hear that they we got somewhere out in the Pacific Ocean, like a massive dead zone, like the size of Texas or Alaska or something like that, from where all of the plastics and things like that have just suffocated everything. You know, fossil fuels, um, listen, uh, I just want to say to the seven, you know, to whoever owns gas companies and oil companies, you know, oil yeah. companies and all the rest of that, that um, there's no hate. No. no hate. What it, what we have here is we have what I like to call a black a lack of imagination. Mm. Mm. Everything that's out here had to go through uh, the human imagination anyway. Exactly. And when you take a lack of imagination and when you combine it with greed, mm. then you get people who they can't imagine that they can sustain their uh, position or whatever any other kind of way. Right. I feel like not only can we get past fronting like um, that we can't su uh, sustain ourselves off of fossil fuels, countries like Saudi Arabia, you can say whatever you want to say about the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, they already have a plan drafted up. They got a city. I wish I knew the name of the city. I would tell y'all people there, the good listeners. But Shout out, us, let us know the name of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us we know are the name of the city. They got, a, they got a city that they've already started building. They might already have people in it from what I remember. And, and it's a fossil fuel free city because they know that the oil reserves over there are running dry and all the rest of that, but they, they the know, juice. they know. So they, yeah, man, it's, 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 this kind of thing is great. Right. Yes, yeah, we are ready. At least here at the Pass It Bad podcast, exactly. We beyond ready, exactly. I, it's 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 one of those things where my life. Speak you on know, it. the past 30, yeah, 32 it. years. I'm well, thirty two years old. What is it? Say I'm thirty two years old. I've just been. Everything I've ever known, being being from the United States of America, mm -hmm. everything I've ever known has been so fossil fuel based. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, luckily we have a we have a dam in our city, and you know we have a plant where we in Danville, we you know the dam the Dan River Mill, you know, produces the power using you know the water. Mm -hmm. But even then, it's just you know cars. There's there's so many companies that. You know, just refused uh, car companies that refused. I won't shout them out by name because we want to get them jacks. Nah, it's okay. We but, can get uh, them checks. man. We we are addicted, bro. Let's just speak on. We it. are addicted. As, as when we say we, we're talking about in in the USA. Yeah. All right. This is us identifying with that part of us that you know, as U.S. citizens, we're more than that. But for right now, we want to talk about that part about yeah. coming from societies that are addicted. Addicted to fossil fuels for sure and fossil fuel products, exactly. And you know, plastic man, addicted to plastic. So, I'm glad that they got this car uh running because, or at least, you know what, it's not even about them having this car running. Because, like right. I said, man, in Detroit, and it could be uh, it could have been urban legends and things right. like that, you know, oh, you know, they have a uh, water propulsion and things, but I feel like even some of the people who are listening will probably chime in and let us know. Nah, fam, you're not tripping. This is something that, you know, has been happening. Mm. We're glad that it made it out, you know, right. into this space where, you know, now we can have this conversation about it. And it's crazy, like, even in, in developed countries where they, they make you pay more money to develop, to, to produce your own power. Like, I know people that have solar, that use solar panels for their homes and for their cars. Of course. Otherwise. And they have to pay extra taxes just to be able to reduce their own power. Why? Because of greed. Of course. Because of lobbying and yeah. lobbyists. Yeah, yeah. And these people, they're humans too. I get it. They want to they increase their bag as much as possible. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I and I can support the idea of there's more money, there's more more money, more problems, but all also right. more opportunities. All right. So I can understand that. However, there's enough for all of us. There's enough for everybody to go around, and change is one of the only things that's constant. Exactly. You know, so uh, I'm definitely not gonna reference any 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 shows. On HBO, the people invested eight years in for them to have a bad finale to talk about. I and mean, we already talked about talk that. about power changes. But I will say this: I will say that um, you know, there's there's many there's many a great examples. You know, we had the electric car. Now we're talking about this hydrogen joint. I can even remember some rumblings about uh, people talking about um, uh, cars that did propulsion based on um, fuel from mm. uh, from trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, when 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 stories like this get out in China. I feel really good. It warms my heart. Mm. You know, if you don't know, we broadcasting to you from uh, Shenzhen and the PRC. Big shout out to the PRC. Exactly. When this kind of thing gets out in a place with one point, however many billion people, then I feel like it's got to be at least a few hundred million Mm. who get a hold of it. And then that helps to be able to break down the barriers of the imagination because that addiction is a harmful addiction. It is. We need trees. We need... Uh, for our ecosystems to be uh, healthy. That is, if we want to have a future where where we're not full blown cyborgs. Right. I don't know about anybody else who's you know eager to go get them chips put in them and all the rest of that. But you know, I, I enjoy being a fully organic human. I don't really. I'm not really in any rush. You know, for me and whatever <laughs> lineage I might have in the future to you know fuse up with cybernetics. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I think I I, I might be open to it. I mean, it's just. Technology is the things that, you know, the things that technology can do nowadays. Mm. I there's there's also like the conspiracy theorists in me that says, you know, like the monitoring, the monitoring, and if it's at that, that point, you know, they'll be able to like look through my eyes, like on some Black Mirror stuff. Right. You know, I I could see that. Right. I can see that aspect of it because again, information. Information right. is power, right. and certain people, certain parties, ideas, governments, groups having access to that information could be useful to them in a lot of ways to manipulate people's ideas and their cultures. So, what were you saying? What was your question? I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Cause okay. Because when, when you say conspiracy theory, I feel like conspiracy theory is one of them words that gets put out for people like a Trojan horse type word. I'm triggered. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder what kind of words that we can use beyond conspiracy theory but that's an answer that will come what up can we do what we can say uh let's just talk more about this what this means man the implications of this bro because okay. this give me this give me hype all right this gives me hype I'm hype, hype man, I'm, from, I'm, I'm from i'm from i'm from a city where they pulled the trolley cars up right they pull up the trolley cars but they didn't develop public transportation mm. why because you had people who exactly who sitting up there and for them you know, more capital and more economy, you know, they always mm. they always feel like, you know, more is more, right? right? <clears throat> more is not always more, right? Right. It's more for some. Man, come on. I don't want the most of anything, but I want the best of everything. Right. You know, and there's some people out there who they're so, uh, they're dealing with so much poverty on the inside, the only thing that they have is money, mm. right? Or, you know, they don't have any really kind of accolades of character, so the only thing that they can do is track some numbers. Right. Right. Okay, cool. I come from that too. Right. Right. So that's my culture also. Right. So I'm talking about family business. Right. You know, in terms of family business coming from a place where until uh until Uber and Lyft rolled into town, 
wasn't no taxi service in Detroit. Right. You're talking about a place, who cares how much is depopulating? You're still talking about a place with 700, 750,000 people at some point and you, and you can't get a cab. Right. Right? Or the public transportation Or it system. costs so much that you can't afford it, for sure. I, don't, I mean, if you can afford cabs, you can afford your own car in America. That's how it works. <clears throat> so, you know, this kind of thing is, is major huge, and I'm, I'm mad passionate about it because mm-hmm. being that we talk about water, clearly there's no, uh, no shortage of water. Yeah. Uh, you know, listen, man, I'm, you would talk about that word. I don't want to use that word. I'll say this. I'll say that I'm convinced that um, what we know about people who are greedy in technology, man, there's been um, free energy technology's been out here for a while. Mm. It's controlled by people who don't want to give up their spot. Mm. That's 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 what it comes down to, man. And I mean, yeah, man. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. So we're I, gonna take a short break so I can uh, fix the camera, keep the thing rolling. But we about to keep this podcast rolling. So yeah, we're gonna keep this podcast rolling, man. Shout outs to. Colin Fields, August 23rd. Tell them about it while I fix it. You know, Colin Fields is uh, an experience that you, if you're not in uh, if you're not in China, you can't get that experience unless you go ahead and search Colin Fields. Um, you know, you can Google him. You can hit him up on Bing. Uh, you can do what it is that you got to do to learn about them. They're yeah. great fellas. They're very talented, very passionate. They're great people, because there's also the lady. Uh, thank you very there's much. There's also a lady. Thank you very much. You know, I, coming from one of those places where, you know, it's kind of uh, camp. It's a little bit tongue-in-cheek where a lady can be a fella. Mm. Or, you know, gals, they call each other. Like, I know a couple of gals who they call each other their bros. Right. Yeah, because they got good senses of humor. It's just terms. We talking about we talking about ladies, though. You brought it up. Bag lady. Hey, green eyes. Don't hurt your bag. Okay, okay. Bag lady. Bag lady. Who's the bag lady? What's in that bag, lady? What is in that bag, lady? I don't know. Some ladies carry a pistol in that bag. Some ladies carry a what? A pistol in that bag. You know, if you're we're from the states, mm. we're from the U.S., mm. where you can own a gun. Most people can own it. A lot of people can own a gun. Sound the alarm. So this this young lady, her name is Marshall Tigner. And she is on a mission to train at least one million women on how to shoot a firearm. She's a domestic violence and sexual assault survivor, and she wants to give women the training that she never had. She was also in the National National Guard services right. where she learned how to use a firearm. All right. Well, big shout out to all our survivors, all our uh, survivors, people who have uh, gone through uh, this type of assaults and then been able to move past them and be able to come into that agency as well as they were doing before the assault happened, or mm. better. Uh, and big shout out to all of the people who um, are flying that preventative medicine flag who want to help other individuals come into knowledge and come into skills that will keep them from being a survivor. So that's number one. I can feel that. Should more women own guns? Yo, this how I feel. <laughs> this how I feel. I feel like, you know, I'm going to bleed the fifth. When, when I'm in the court and when, when I'm when I'm when I'm here and you ask me should more women own guns you know guns don't kill people people kill people facts as long as you're gonna have them as long as the police are gonna have them as long as the army is gonna have them right you know I feel like that the people should have them exactly I feel like the people should have them yeah people uh, women uh, men 
uh, trans individuals, uh, people who are, you know, asexual. If dogs have thumbs, you know, and can be responsible citizens, I would say that they should have guns too. Right. That's what I would say. Well, living would... living in a place where, where guns aren't allowed for citizens uh, here in the PRC, right. I feel a lot safer. Mm. I feel a lot safer. Mm. I don't feel... I don't feel like threatened by the police mm -hmm. at all, mm -hmm. even as a person formerly known as black. Mm -hmm. And Ooh, you know, the people gonna want us to break that down too eventually. Or like a that. person formerly known as black. Yeah, I like how you use that. We'll break it down another time. And we'll break Go it ahead. down. Go ahead. Even as a person formerly known as black, yeah. run it back. Like Personally that. formerly known as black. Yeah, yeah. It it's a beautiful thing right. to 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 see an officer. I also lived in Spain for a while. Shout out to Spain. España, right. mi familia en España, hola, como estas, que tal? I love my Spanish family, right. but I lived in Spain also. Right. Never at, one, at any point felt intimidated right. by uh, the Spanish police, right. and they also have guns. Right. The police here, uh, the average police officer doesn't have a, carry a gun here. Right. But the like the armor truck guys that deliver the money, they carry guns. Okay, big guns. They carry big guns. Uh, the way they handle those guns, though, I wouldn't necessarily be a supporter of because they just be pointing them anywhere. Uh, however, most people say they not even loaded. I that, do never, I do never see any of those guys with their finger on the trigger. So no, there's never, yeah. there's usually never a finger on the trigger. So, um, and then also at the border, border control officers, they have, they have guns. I'm sure those guns are loaded. So, but not ever at one at any point did I feel threatened, you know, uh, by their guns, by their weapons. So what's the link? What's the link to these one to these one million women? That should more women in America, guns? in the United States of America. Right. I do feel threatened by people who are who have weapons, right. um, whether that be uh, neo Nazis. Or whether that be gangsters, right. and whether that be um, police officers who right. who don't have my best interest, or people formerly known as blacks' right. best interest at heart, or people formerly known as minorities, because right. we're all humans. Yeah, There's yeah. no minorities; we're all the majority. Let's go. So when I think about that, I I think about man. There was a young lady that kicked to me a long time ago, right. a long time, maybe. <laughs> 15 years yeah, at this yeah. point. Talk to me about some of the women who you know. Who why Why haven't we transitioned to tranquilizers? Like, do we not have that te technology? Of course. Why, why can't we just put, put somebody to sleep for a few hours and they wake up? They wake up and they're fine. Like, what, what is it? Is it the cost? Is it the cost? Because I'm willing to pay whatever it costs that my brother lives. You know, but then I, it's, I get it. There's illegal guns, right? And you can't get rid of people who have illegal guns. They're going to keep that. But there's illegal guns everywhere. There are legal guns here in the PRC, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there definitely are. Oh yeah. Um, they're legal. Right next door to Russia. There are legal guns in Spain. Yeah, and they're, they're making they making AK-47s and AK-74s over here. So you know, in China they got exactly Chinese, Chinese made AK-47s. Spain makes guns. Spain Spain export guns. That's one of the one of the main exports actually is uh, weapons. <clears throat> so right, hey, there are legal guns everywhere. All right, hey Black. Let me let me go ahead. Go ahead. And jump jump in. Jump in. So. Number one, um, you know, big shout out to my mom. I love you, even though that you are one of the craziest people I ever met. In my life. <laughs> Respect. Um, you know, I wouldn't be here without you. Um, 
you know. So it's like this. When I was young, I grew up with a mother who was a shooter. Mm. You know, I'm not going to tell all of her business, you know, but I'll tell her business as public domain. Because people out there who either took a bullet from this lady or, you know, dodged a bullet from this lady. Mm. And um, so for me, women with guns was normal. Okay. Right? And, um, you know, men with guns was normal. Right. And, um, you know, people without guns and that being a disadvantage was also normal. Right. So it's the idea of, um, you know, knowing how to finish fights that come to you that you don't start. Mm. You know, you're in your home and there's a home intruder. And I got those statistics out there about how uh, most people in the States who uh, have uh, fatal um, uh, gun wounds actually are getting shot with their own guns. Mm. So there's a bunch of people out there who are irresponsible owners. Right. But, you know, when we talk about what it was all put together for, look, man, if if they're going to be available... Let them, you know, you, you, you need to be out there. If it's somebody out there who can come up to you and can threaten you, um, the responsible thing for you to do is for you to know how to neutralize that threat. Right. I feel like it's just simply a matter of responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not about me being pro-gun or about me being anti-gun. Right. It's about me being pro-self-love right. and pro-self-respect. Exactly. Yeah, and it's a lot of people who, you know, they might feel some kind of way or whatever. Right. Now, hey, if it was up to me, if it was up to me, you know what we do? What we do? I feel like I hope I piss a lot of people off with this. These passports got chips in them, right? Guns you know where I'm going with that, right? Guns got chips in. them. You know them, where right. I'm going with that, right? Right. I don't think they do, because mm. I think a lot of people, you know, benefit from whatever that's falling off the boat, right? You know, or whatever ends up in somebody's, you know, fall the back of a truck. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. But you know, oh, these people got chips in them, right? These dogs got chips in them, right? If we want now, now, now what? Right, right. It's, I wish we could reg, we could regulate guns the way we try to regulate immigration, right? <laughs> <laughs> or we try to regulate, you know, women's health. Can we like regulate guns? Can we put the same energy into regulating guns that way? Because I mean, there are people with serious, serious mental mental disorders that can buy a gun or can become police officers and, and brandish guns. Exactly. Yeah. Serious mental disorders. Yeah, absolutely. And again, Look, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah. At the end of the day, so I don't think I don't think it's difficult to hold people accountable. That's why I brought that chip thing up. We talk mm-hmm. about holding people accountable and right. in, in, in these conversations around accountability. And mm-hmm. Are these million women going to be accountable? You know, just because they're women doesn't mean that they're going to be any more accountable or any more responsible than the people who already have guns out right. there. Right. Right. So I don't I don't really feel like guns should be such a buzz type right. situation. You know, everybody goes in the kitchen all the time. You know, it's knives in the kitchen. Right. In the UK, they stabbing each other to death and cutting each other up like it's nobody's business. Why? Right. Because there's not a lot of guns on the street. Right. So that goes to show you that if you take the guns off the street, I mean, you know, holler at them in the UK. It's a thing. Right. right? I mean, Cass is getting stabbed in the heart, you know, on the, on the daily, on the weekly or whatever. Right. So yeah. we got a lot of fallen soldiers out so there. So violence is a thing. Violence That's is right. a thing. People exactly. are going to be violent no exactly. matter what. Exactly. And I agree that protecting yourself, if, if and or when, we, my wife and I, I'm a family man. I'm a family man. I have a, I have a license to carry, carry a gun in the United States and in North Carolina. Uh, I don't own a gun. However, if I move back to the United States, 
my wife is going to get a license, whether she really wants to or not. It's going to be her decision. I can't make her do anything. I'm going to strongly encourage and suggest. I'm going to advocate for her, learning how to shoot a gun, having her own gun, because we we all can be we can be crazy, man. Not only that, humans can be crazy. Not only that, the same way that you know, we talked about this, right? We, you and I talk about this. We're going to share this with the people. These are the kind of conversations that my brother A Black and I have, and we want you to get in on and have these conversations with us. We are Miva. Alcohol. Join the conversation. Alcohol addiction. Mm. Right? Fossil fuel. Addiction. Fossil fuel addiction. Guns. Gun addiction. Addiction. In the States? In the States, for sure. Why is there more, more guns than people in the States? We love our guns. And if it's going to be more guns than people in the States, again, everybody with a passport got a chip in it. Right. But if you start putting them chips in it, you know, uh, Smith & Wesson, uh, you know, Glock. All, all, all of y'all, I don't have any problems with y'all, but, you know, I might have a problem with uh, your relationship to, you know, uh, that type of accountability. Right. Come on, fam. Shouts to, shouts to the NRA and shouts to having the conversations to, to being open to new ideas about how we can protect ourselves and protect ourselves from each other. Protect everybody equally. Protect everybody equally. Yeah, because if you want to front like racism is not involved in gun control out mm. here in the States, then look, mm. I'm not... You said, did, was there any fear? Uh, did, I, did you detect any fear in the way that it is that I just introduced that into the conversation? Probably right. not. Right. Right? So, you know, all of y'all out there, y'all probably shouldn't be afraid to go ahead and have that conversation either. The first sheriff that was rolling around with a badge was out there catching runaways. Overseer. Yeah. Officer. Yeah, Overseer. Exactly. Officer. Overseer. Overseer. Yeah. Officer. 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 Overseer. Shout to KRS one. Right on. All right. Well, so, the, what's the, so, so, so we talk about these bags right here. You know, bag in the ladies. bag. Bad ladies. ladies with guns. So shout to Miss Marshall Tigner. Keep doing your thing. Keep keep surviving. Quick story. Yes. Detroit. Love Detroit. Lovely dark-skinned people rolling around Detroit. Mm. This is one gal who I can't remember her name, but I can remember a lot of details about her. Mm. And I can remember um, I was sitting in the passenger seat of her, what was then the new Charger. Nice. And uh, we was on Belle Isle, which is Belle Isle is this fantastic uh, state park, real beautiful location. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, she not only pushed the Charger, but she also was in a biker club. Okay. She was in a bike club. And so, you know, the bike clubs have a certain kind of reputation and all the rest of that. And so this this gal had to be like something like 4'11". She was tiny. She was lovely. Wow. But you know what she had? She had that strap. Which one? What did she have? You remember? Uh, she had, um, it was a baby Glock, you know, because her hand was so small. Right. 4'11". Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because her hand was so small, she had the, the small joint, the 10 magazine joint. and um, And then she had another piece, too. You know what I mean? so she My had, grandma has a gun. She had the glove compartment piece for her car. Right. And then she had the piece for her person. Right. You know, and it was it was all love. It was all respect. You know right. what I mean? She had to let them know. She was like, I know what it is. You know, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a bike club. I'm out here. I'm, 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 I'm good looking. I'm going to keep taking care of myself. Of course. But if somebody want it, guess what they're going to get? Mm. Yeah. So, all right, my brother. So what gun we got? safety. Gun safety. Uh, Man, always, always put the safety on your guns. Always clean your guns. Educate um, your children. Educate your children. Yeah. Uh, make sure you have your gun in a place where you 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 know where it is. It's safe away from your children so they can't harm themselves. Because safety first. Safety first is the most important thing. Separate your man. And we talking about taking care of each other. Taking care of us. Taking care of our bodies. 
taking care of our, our minds, our spirits. All right. We're talking about addiction. All right. And then the goodie bag for today. What's in the goodie bag? We're we, we going to talk about one of the worst addictions, if not the worst, in the world. It might be the one Bring most on. dangerous. You know what it is? Uh, I know what it is. It's white. It's small. But Ooh. it's not that cocaina. It's processed. It's processed. It's uh, something that's uh, usually um, hidden in different places. Oh man! So you know, it's crazy how this this drug has like taken the whole entire world by storm, and it is it is called sugar. We should have called it the sugar, sugar bag. The sugar time. bag is a nice one. She wanna. Give me, give me some. Hey, Put it right there hey, on my tongue. Hey, Earl. Hey, check it out, y'all. Sugar. 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 Sugar bag. Oh, honey, honey. The goodie bag. You know, this goodie bag is an important goodie bag. If y'all don't know that uh, the brother A. Black and the brother Bobby Pass, we love health. Yes, we got. We love taking care of our bodies, taking care of each other. We love doing what it is that we can do to have these ongoing conversations to encourage other people to develop that self-love and love of health. For sure. Well. I was um, at one point clinically obese and, and at what point definitely overweight. Mm. And according to the BMI, I'm still overweight. Mm. But uh, that doesn't, that's not the only determining factor of measuring how healthy you are because Speak I think it. I'm very healthy. Speak on it. Um, and according to my body fat percentage, it would, it would agree that I'm very healthy. Let the people know. However, sugar how, can have a drastic effect on that. Sugar is the way that if your body, your Say liver- Say it in the most offensively way possible. If you have sugar, too much sugar in your body, your liver is only going to work on sugar. It's not going to work on anything else. It's not You're not going to burn any fat because your body is constantly burning sugar. Sugar is like one of the first. I've, if you're not drinking, sugar is the first thing that your liver is going to work on, the carbohydrates. So, In case you don't know. Yes, sir. Sugar is an addictive substance. It is. When you have sugar, it only makes you want more sugar. In case you don't know. In case you didn't know. Sugar is it's an, an addictive, addictive substance. substance now, sure. when you look at cocaine, when you look at heroin, alcohol, when you, when you look at these 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 uh, processed products, tobacco, these, these products that have to be taken from one place and then they have to be extracted in order mm -hmm. to get to this other place, you know, sugar is definitely on the Mount Rushmore, right? Of drugs. What's that Mount? What's that Mount Rushmore drugs? We talked about two of them: alcohol, sugar. What would be the other two? Heron is that Heron? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we in the PRC. Right. Opium wars was a thing. Yeah, for sure. The Boston Tea Party was about drugs. Mm. It was opium on the boats. Right. Big shout out to Boston John. Boston John. That's right. Cotton Fields. That's right. <laughs> so and, we got the heroin, uh -huh. sugar, yeah, alcohol. What's number four? I mean, it's between... Cocaina? I, we're gonna, I'm going to say cocaine. I'm going to say crack cocaine. I'm, 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 I mean, even say the processing. I'm going to stay with coke. All right. And the reason why I'm going to stay with coke is because of what it is that those people in manufacturing countries, mm. those indigenous individuals, those indigenous individuals, uh, people who are often from uh, lower uh, income uh, areas, you know, the way that it's made is mm. essentially processed on plantations. Right. And the people who are the ones who process uh, the coke for the producers and the distributors right. are like um, like paper cups. Mm. You know, they're like, right? They're stomping in it all day long. Right. And what are they stomping in? They're stomping in the, the coca leaves. 
uh, in the ammonia, right? Breaking breaking it down, and you, how long how long can you do that before your liver start breaking down? Right. Your feet absorb everything. Right. You know our livers make ammonia, mm. and then when they make ammonia, they send them ammonia through the uh, gallbladder out into the uh, down into the kidney, mm. right? So that it exits your body through the urea. So if your liver is making ammonia and then pushing it out of the body in the urine, what you think gonna happen to you if you're stomping around in it all day mm. long? There's no, you know, I know a lot of a lot of our listeners. I'm not judging you. You know, you might have did a little. Back in the day or whatever, right. you know, you might do some of that in the future. You might do some of that while you're listening we to our podcast. We don't encourage it. We don't encourage it. Yeah, yeah. But I do know this. I know one of the things that always kept me from uh, going there, and you know, my pops did a lot of coke too, mm. right? It was probably less that, and it was more of understanding that the, the people's blood was on that. Mm. And I was just one of them folks that I felt such a close solidarity with them. Blood on the leaves. That's right. Nina Simone. Shout out to Nina Simone. I I felt such a close solidarity with these individuals whose blood was in the product that I was like, I'm not with that. Man, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, uh, Because listening to that, I was definitely triggered, Mm. you know, because I've had my experiences Mm. and I never even considered that perspective of Mm. the blood, the blood that goes into it. You know, like Mm. they have blood diamonds, same concept. Mm It, so sugar is it? It's let's get back to sugar. Yeah, because we can no, go. This uh, is all about. We still talking about sugar, right? Because yeah. we talking about coke. That's we right. talking about Coca Cola. Coca Cola is substances, right? Which is one of the worst. Sugar and cocaine exactly. combined at one point. At point, sugar yeah. is a serious thing. Then you got di- the diabetes. Yo. The silent what they call the silent, silent epidemic, silent killer. Except I don't really think that it's so silent. Not anymore. How can it be so silent when you got all of these people who are rolling around who are clinically obese? Right. It's not like you can't look at people who are clinically obese and be able right. to be like, mm, there might be some complications as a result of that. Right. And what's feeding that clinical obesity? They put in the sugar. The sweetness is going here. Mm. The sweetness is going there right for 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 going on so six months now i've broken my addiction congratulations to, sh- to sugar congratulations i just want to say congratulations listen to big homie he did it you know i, I started a keto keto diet ketogenic diet on january 2nd uh so one of those one of those new year's resolutions that i kept lifestyle change lifestyle change probably broke away some from some old friends that you used to eat cake with oh yeah. i'm sorry you weren't uh, eating cake but you was hitting them, uh, hitting them carbs, hitting them carbs, hitting that, hitting that Gatorade all the time, hitting those, uh, those uh, soft drinks with my, with my alcohol. <laughs> How'd you used to do it? What was your, what was it? Give me your, give me your history of, you know, how did you used to get your fix? Uh, I think that's important because a lot of people out there just coke around, fix them. Coke around, you know, coke around all, right. all the time. I drank a lot of. If I was drinking, I was drinking rum. All right. Uh, which has a lot of, you know, it's basically sugar uh, <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, bread. Bread, bread, bread. What kind of bread? White bread. I didn't eat a lot of, I mean, I tried to get the brown breads, the, you know, whole grain, whole Trying wheat. ain't getting it. Trying ain't doing it, though. Yeah. But uh, breads, cakes, donuts, sweets. I love sweets. Sugars, in. Skittles, Snickers. In the store and in the convenience store every day, spending my hard-earned money, you know, just like a little bit at a time, wasting money. Uh, so yeah, I was just in the bag constantly, in the goodie bag, just trying to get those sugars. And uh, it only encouraged. Once I stopped, though, once I became keto and what, I, what I, happened, I stopped consuming more than fifty grams of carbohydrates a day, so less than fifty grams of sugar per day. 
And once I did that, I realized that I was addicted. I was addicted. And you go through withdrawal. The first two weeks of keto are H-E double hockey sticks, for real. Right. Like you miss sugar like you ain't never missed nothing in so your you, life. So you, so you use this uh, ketogenic lifestyle, these ketogenic eating habits mm. to help you to be able to break your sugar addiction. Was that wittingly or was that unwittingly? Wittingly, wittingly, I knew I was addicted to sugar. Yeah. Uh, my weight, my weight reflected it. Being overweight, being obese at one point, right. reflected that. Right. And so I knew that that was one of the benefits of it that I was going to break my addiction. And that's the best thing about being keto or practicing intermittent fasting. Baselines your insulin, so you don't have all these cravings all the time. Like you're not, you're not like a, a, a crimp. You're not like a what's it? A, imprisoned to your, your cravings. Listen, y'all. If y'all don't, if y'all don't know the science on the insulin and the relationship to the cravings, that's information that you can get. You know, we out here, we putting it out here for the people because we want the people to know. Um, you know, sugar is the most common drug out here. It is the most trafficked. It is. You know, it's legally trafficked. And, and it's the crazy thing. It's that when you think you want sugar, we've convinced ourselves that we want sugar, but it's actually our body's calling for fat. Mm -hmm. And so we've we've confused that, you know, you have a craving. It's like, oh, I want something sweet. You know, like I want some sugar. I want a Coke. I want a Sprite right now. And, you know, no, no, no diss to Coca-Cola products. You know, they, if there's addictions out there, people going to supply it, right? I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say this. I'm not going to say that it's certain companies, but there's certain companies out here. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and be this person here at the Pass the Bag podcast. All right. Say it, say it as offensively as possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say that. Listen, um, Coca-Cola, just like cocaine, mm. it's, it's, still, it's, still, it's still blood on that product. Yeah. They haven't. They 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 didn't. Uh, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. Y'all employing a lot of people and all the rest of that. But if the people down there in Atlanta, Georgia, can't uh, free their imaginations enough to be able to develop uh, other ways, you know, for you, that, that's the certain things. They have be, diet coke. They got to be atoned for. Be, there's diet coke. There's certain, coke zero. Certain, certain things got to be atoned for. There's diet coke and there's coke in, zero. In a way, in a way that's not reactionary. Sugar. In a way that's not reactionary. All right, it respect. can't be one of them things like, oh, you know, we just putting this out or whatever because the dude can put some heat on us. It'd be nice if we could get some organics if the sugar dealers, mm. all right? Now, we talk about doing it in the most offensive way possible. Right. If the individuals who have made a history of dealing sugar. You want to talk about blood being on the product? Mm. When, when chattel slavery was a thing, okay. in the States, you know what the biggest cash crop was in the States? Sure. sure. I'm sure. It was tobacco. Yeah. In the States. Yeah. That's because the States... Danville, Virginia, home is tobacco. That's because the States was not the best plantation land. Right. In places like Mexico, Peru, mm. Brazil... Cuba, right. where they had the prime land right. for putting people to work as chattel slaves. What crop you think it was? A black sugar. Say it again. A black sugar all day. Sugar cane. cane. Sugar cane. Sugar. Sugar cane. That's what they was day. doing all day. So all of these castles dealing sugar. Okay, Coca Cola included. Yeah, Coke. I'm calling you out because we need to be able to have constructive relationships. I'm not talking about your mama, Coke. All right. I'm talking about the truth. Mm. And you can send a check too. Somebody gonna pick up a coke when they hear this, right? But the blood is there. I drink Sprite fiber now. I still drink Sprite. I haven't broken my addiction to soda. However, right. I, I drink a, a soda now that has zero zero carbohydrates, so zero sugar. It has aspartame, right. which can be just as bad because it increases your cravings for food. It's still, you still want to eat, which like that's one of the worst parts about alcohol and sugar. It makes right. you want to eat more and more and more. 
I've I've recognized I have I have knowledge of that, so I don't go crazy when I have it. And as far as like wanting to feed myself, because right. knowledge itself is power, right? It's You're the, empowered with knowledge. Knowledge itself is the cornerstone upon which all great institutions of character are built and continue exactly. standing. Facts. So, if you have a sh in a craving for sugar, it might be saying these three things: you need more magnesium. All right. So speak on. Where it. can you get magnesium? People all you want sugar. Sometimes people go to chocolate. Don't buy the 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 milk chocolate. Nah, get yourself some at least seventy percent dark chocolate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's less likely if it's seventy percent uh, uh, dark. It chocolate. It ain't got no sugar. It, it got a little bit, but not enough that's gonna be like harmful to you. Less likely to have teenage kids in Africa uh, carrying uh, cocoa from here to there getting whipped. You right. know? But that's another story. We'll, 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 we'll talk in about that. In certain places in Africa. You know, Africa's uh, beautiful country. It has it many developed parts. It's very large no, continent, 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 continent. Can't make that mistake. Oh. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, my God. No, it's Sorry. okay. I Sorry, have my, my I have, African, I have, I have my moments, too. African you know, you know what the worst part about it is? The continent. You know what the worst part about it is? What is it is? Is that I've been to the continent. and And I still went there. Right. You know, it's okay. We reconnecting. We know, learning. Disconnecting learning. from certain I'm sorry. things. I'm so sorry for all uh, my no, African no, brothers no, and sisters no, I listening. I apologize. You only got to say it, you only gotta say it once. It's all good. I just want them to know. It's, it's all good. We know it's a continent. We got nothing but love for it's it. It's all good. So you might meet, need more magnesium. Get yourself some cacao powder. You can buy it anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of health food stores. You can buy it online. Amazon. You can buy it on Taobao, on Biopiles. Wherever you buy stuff online, you can buy it. If you don't have access to it, you can find it. If you don't have access to it, hit me up on We Are Meva. I might send you some my, my dad gonna sell. Right. So you need some magnesium. Um, because also in fish, or you can take magnesium supplements to get more magnesium. I prefer 100% cacao powder. I make a little drink that I'm drinking on right now. So uh, What's in that? What's in here? Yes, sir. Oh, man. This is my joint speak right on, here. All on. right. This is Love my joint. This is, it has so many healthy things in it. So this right here, it has it has uh, coffee. So coffee uh, helps you helps you to burn more fat. I love drinking coffee. Um, I can smell the coffee. I'm not addicted, but I love drinking coffee. I can coffee another addiction. Shouts to coffee. Uh, <laughs> it has coffee. It has an all natural sweetener right. called stevia. All right. Stevia comes from from the earth. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? It is it is processed. All right. However, it is. Uh, not harmful to you at all. All right. But it has a strong taste, so stevia is not for everybody. Right. I understand that. But once you once you realize that you don't you want to kick your addiction to sugar, you you have to make decisions. All right, so coffee, stevia, coffee, stevia, uh, cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. So many health benefits of cinnamon. That's I use nutmeg a, in it. a fourth a teaspoon of cinnamon. No nutmeg. No nutmeg. But I got turmeric. Right. Turmeric uh, reduces anxiety, helps you to relax. Anti-inflammatory. Anti-inflammatory has yeah. a lot of health benefits. Coconut cream, because I also kick my dairy addiction as well. Okay. So I'm all about the coconut. Um, I, well, I still eat dairy, but I'm not addicted. Yeah, there's a difference. Um, Congratulations. So coconut cream, get those healthy fats in there. MCT oil, also one of the healthiest fats that you can possibly have. Okay. It's big for keto. Uh, what else? Maca. Maca, so you can give yourself some energy. It's also uh, great for, it's an aphrodisiac. It's great for your sexual health. I, I feel like uh, some people might not understand because it's also pronounced the root. Masa. Masa or mac. I say macro, masa, whatever. All and, right, uh, Yeah. Oh, shit. So, sorry about that. 
uh, coming back, Masa, Amaka, Macaroot, whatever you want to call it. And what else is in there? I think that's it. So, sound like there's a whole lot of love in there. Got a whole lot of love. Sound like there's a whole lot of love in there. Got a whole lot of love. So you might need more magnesium so you can eat more dark chocolate and have pro. Oh, you might have imbalanced gut bacteria. We talked about that in a podcast before. Uh, so always probiotics. Take care of your gut health. And you're not getting enough rest. Another thing that we talked about in our podcast before. So go back and listen to our old podcast. Hey, we got six before this one. This is lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. You know, we like prime numbers here. And right. since we like prime numbers, it's prime time for us to go ahead and sign off. You exactly. Know? So we're going to wrap it up. Y'all going to back it up. You can go ahead and uh, rewind this. You know, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. And you can find us on podomatic.passthebag.com or you can find us on Patreon at we are Miva. Please join our brown bag club, our paper bag club, our black bag club, our velvet bag club. That's my favorite one. Join hey, that listen, one. Listen, this Patreon thing is going down. We're going to be releasing some exclusive Miva content here exactly. that we haven't even talked about. Nope. We got some goodies that's coming at the people. Yes. Go ahead and get down with the exclusiveness. On YouTube at... We are Miva. And you can just search Pass the Bad Podcast. We'll pop up. You can find us on Twitter at... We are Miva. Facebook at... We are Miva. We are We are Miva. So if you have any questions about anything that we did, any questions uh, that you want to ask us, you want to holler at us, you can find us on our voicemail number 313-338-8082. What's the number? 313-338-8082. Listen, we absolutely going to love to hear from y'all and we love y'all hearing from us. Keep it up. Go ahead and share this thing. Let's spread it like wildfire. August 23rd, whole live house, Colin Fields. I'm Agent Black. I'm the one that they call Mr. P, Bobby Pats, Robert Edward Patterson II. And it's not enough just to get the bag. You got to secure that bag. And if you're going to secure the bag, you got to share, share the, the bag. bag. Now, kindly, please pass the bag. Sharon is caring. We care about Peace. y'all.